Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gallo and Isbell podcast presented by Morning Bell Coffee Roasters. My name is Thomas Galloway. To my right, Evan Isbell. And Evan, how was your week? Exhausting. Exhausting. Lit. Livid. It was fun. All those things. Okay, cool, cool. And Noah, how was your week? It was great. Walked around campus today. The birds were chirping. The trees were swaying. I was walking around people. Cat calls as I walked by. (laughs) You were cat calling or they were cat calling? (laughs) They were cat calling. But like, I'm just like, I'm a gift to look at. I'm a gift to the eye. I'm, you could I'm, almost say you're a walking billboard for of fitness. Of, yeah, of fitness. <laughs> Michelle Obama would be proud, and she'd be looking, and all of her great work looking at me, coming to be fit. That's uh, two sips of rosé, <laughs> and uh, he's, a bill, he's a billboard of fitness coming to you from two sips mm. of rosé. <laughs> it's a privilege to look at me walk around. Well put. Someone asked me how my week was. How hey, was tell me. Week? How was your week? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, uneventful. But today, I had my last day at my job. Yeah. Mm. Technically, it's supposed to be tomorrow, but I uh, don't really like goodbye. I don't, I'm not good at goodbyes. So you're just not showing up? I'm just not showing up. Because what happens... Yeah. So what happens usually is people end up like thinking... I give this impression that I don't really care if I see the, them again or not. When, I, you do? when I do goodbye. Well, like, it was, that's mostly true. I like don't really care. Mm. But with the people I like, would care if I saw again... Then you know you've given off this impression you don't really care. That's just the way my goodbyes work. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at them. I know that. Just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather just um, you know slip off in the darkness like Batman. Yeah. And just uh, fade away. Just fade away. And so that's what I'm gonna do. Wow. Yeah. And the podcast is not coming out until tomorrow anyway, so they're not gonna know. Wow. Right. Yeah. It's uh. It's, that's it's gonna be fun. Pretty effective. Yeah. Whose barrier is this? Uh, it was gonna be mine. There's another one up there. Yeah, more up there for sure. Uh, yes, that was my week. The next thing I want to uh, get to here. Uh, okay, so we were a couple weeks ago. We were watching. We were watching. Yeah, take that, Lacroix. I, have we ever talked about that they were sued because they had put some sort of like cricket chemical in their in their um, drink? I don't really know the details of the case. I did not educate myself on purpose. Right. Because I want to keep drinking, uh, right. keep drinking Lacroix. Maybe we that could be another podcast topic Absolutely, yeah. for sure. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, we were watching. Noah and I were watching The Sopranos, and we saw the best way to answer the phone ever. I think you told me guys. I, yeah, I think yeah. you did. And, tell me again. Tell me again. Okay, so this guy, he's a high level mob boss, and he picks up the phone, and he goes, "Speak." And that's all he says. That's, that's how he answers the phone. Ever. It's so cool. It's such a power move. It's it's awesome. You know what I think we should do throughout the next year when we don't see each other, obviously? We should just call each other up. Or say if I'm on the bus at Iowa State, I just text Evan and I'll be like, hey, call, call me. me up. And then I can yell, speak, really loudly speak. when there's a lot of people on the bus. Speak. Do you say, okay, yeah. do you say it like hard and loud? Like, speak. Or do you say it slow and long? Speak. I think, I think slow and long, like, mm-hmm. you speak. are the boss and you don't need to like you're not trying to intimidate them you're just sort of like I am a powerful and I know it right speak yeah, yeah you like, don't have to do anything quickly speak it has to be loud enough so that other people on the bus can hear you otherwise yeah, exactly. like, it's point? pointless yeah, Absolutely. yeah speak. imagine being in a coffee shop studying and one of us calls up the other person and you just answer the phone and go speak and that's the That'd coolest thing of all time that's the type of thing where everybody in the restaurant would go home at night 
And they would tell their friends. Like, dude, this, about, yeah, this, this guy in the, the coffee shop today, he just, like, picked up his phone and was like, yo, speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a power move. What a power move. He wins at so, life. The point, was, the point being... Walking billboard. Walking billboard of fitness. <laughs> the point being... That's the title of this podcast. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> the, the point being... Uh, if so, we're all going to answer. I, I plan on if you guys call me from now on, just for the fun of it, I plan on answering that way. Yeah. And for anybody in the audience, mm-hmm. like if if you call me and I answer, speak. Right. Don't really take it personally. I'm just trying to impress people around me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, do a power move. You know, just that sounds make cool. myself better. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, I might actually just do this in real life too. Like if you come up to me and say anything, <laughs> speak. I like that. Yeah. Just, how's it going, Evan? Speak. <laughs> or if there's a lull in the conversation and like you're expecting them to say something, speak. you just say speak. Yeah. There's also situations where people they clearly are thinking about something to say and they have something they want to say but they decide not to. Mm-hmm. You just get speak. Mm-hmm. Speak. Yeah. Speak. Yeah. So I uh, plan on putting this in my life a lot more. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'm going to do this to my dogs. <laughs> if, hey. they, if they respond I'll be impressed yeah, yeah. Right. they probably will they'll just bark because that's they're so annoying yeah I'm, I'm more of a dog person but I kind of aspire yeah, to they be are a dogs <laughs> what <laughs> he's, he's talking about dogs okay right? uh, well, anyway I'm it sounded of, like he, were, he was talking about cats and you're like I'm more of a dog person <laughs> I'm like I'm more well. of a dog person than me but like um, I aspire to be like a cat today I was in an apartment and I was standing there and I looked at a cat and then it looked back at me, and then we just stared for f- five, ten seconds. Wow. Like, I felt like we had a connection. Dude, I was also in an apartment with cats. <laughs> really? Yeah. That is pretty insane. It's kind of funny because, like, when they look at you, they look at you like, when you turn your back, they're going to kill you. Dude, for real. Yeah. They look so sly. Right. I've asked this question. So devious. I've asked this question of a lot of cat lovers. How quickly, and they're always not responsive at all. How quickly would it take for your cat to kill you? If in like a span of a second, it expand to the size of a mountain lion. So if your domestic cat became the size of a mountain lion immediately, with a snap of a finger, how quickly would it take for that cat to kill you? Yeah. And are we taking into consideration you're still having to feed the cat? That's like a yeah, lot of food. That is a lot of food. Yeah. Uh, so like the, the point being is our assumption is cats would like to kill you, but they don't because they physically can't do right. it. Right. By nature, they would. Like, they've yeah. tried. I've had so many cats try to kill me. It's just they <laughs> were so much more powerful than them. Right. right. Every time I'm walking on campus, at least five cats... Just come up to you and be like, yo, give me your money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then sometimes you ask them out to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only about half of them are on all fours. Some of them really, you know, they really get into it. They're really threatening. That's how cats are more threatening, when they get on only, only twos. You think, well, he could actually shoot me then. Because yeah. right. how's a cat going to shoot you when he's all, all for us? With Absolutely. His, with his laser cannon. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, they brush by people. What if it gets to the, big to the point where it brushes by you and it knocks you over? Yeah. If and I, you're I, on the defensive. If I die by a cat brushing me, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be like, yeah, knock yourself out. I deserved well it. Yeah, I, deserved I deserved it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's do our recommendations of either a book or a song, a show, a poem, poem, an artist, magazine, play. Today I at lunch. Today at lunch, I was telling Tommy restaurant. Okay, 
I'm just going store. through different options. Store, today, today. mattress, coffee shop, TV show, TV, toenail clippers. Toenail clippers. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is your favorite brand of toenail clippers? Um, the silver ones. <laughs> so much. Okay. So what were you gonna say? Well, like you said a couple weeks ago, or like a few days ago, um, you, how you kind of jokingly were gonna recommend Tinder. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be kind of funny. I told this Tommy at lunch, but it'd be kind of funny if you just like would recommend Google or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> something so obvious. <laughs> it's supposed yeah. to be a niche. Thing. I, re- I recommend. <laughs> I recommend computers. Computers. <laughs> cell phones. Yeah. Um, if you guys, let me give you a quick review of cell phones. So cell phones are this interesting little device that you can have if you pay for them. And it allows you to call other phones, mm. like a walkie-talkie. It's like other cell phone, like a walkie-talkie, but with, like, more range. Maybe. That's crazy. Right. Maybe. Oh, what, no, for sure. Poss- possibly. <laughs> I've never called say. anyone. I'll have to find out when other people finally start buying cell phones. Exactly, yeah, they haven't heard your recommendation yet, yeah. Okay, well, that's a pretty good one. Uh, were you, what were you recommending your... Did you actually recommend something earlier or no? No, I just said it'd be funny if someone okay. recommended Google. Well, I'll start out with like a recommendation. Like an actual one? Yeah. yeah okay. uh, I'm going to recommend the book uh, Less Than Zero by Brett Easton Ellis. Last week I recommended another Brett Easton Ellis book, American Psycho. And people can go back and listen to that podcast if they want to know more about that book. But it's that was a guy who was a serial killer in his spare time. Right. Less Than Zero is a book about a bunch of kids who come back after their first semester of college. They come back to their hometown, which is L.A., and are hanging out with each other and, like, catching up. And most of these kids, like, throughout high school, were, like, always high on all kinds of drugs. And they've continued that. And the book is basically about how how they've already, like, stopped caring about anything in general in life. They're, like, really ambivalent, and they just they're sort of like passing through life and not really caring just because they're basically high all the time. It was really interesting. And I like his books. I'm going to read more of his books. Very Um, cool. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Less Than Zero by Brett Easton Ellis. Mm -hmm. My recommendation would be um, fifth year uh, PhD students as roommates because I've realized this week that when you have PhD students that are roommates, when you go to move out, what's theirs is yours. Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. yours is yours, in the sense of that both of my PhD student roommates are moving, and they are leaving a bunch of stuff behind. So this week, I have acquired one TV, four Rubik's cubes, <laughs> uh, basically the same fif- value. Exactly, yeah. fifteen PS3 games. Um, you know those dinosaur outfits. Inflatable. Mm-hmm. Di- yeah. I got one of those. One of those. Nice. Awesome. Um, cool. What else have I gotten? Um, a full set of dishware. Very nice. Um, and numerous other odds and ends. I, I got uh, a, cup, a, a a sucker that has um, a tarantula in it. Oh, wow. Not a tarantula. Really? What's the, the spider? One, the one that has the little claw on the end, the tail. Scorpion. Scorpion. I've, got a, I've got a sucker that has a scorpion in it. Nice. And I inherited that from my... PhD roommates. Right. Dude, that's a lot of stuff. Dude, it's PhD students are probably one of the best roommates other than Tommy that I've ever had. Right. Obviously, yeah. Joel. Um, <laughs> but mainly Tommy. Uh, and I say that because they're very smart. Mm-hmm. They're never going to be in your way. 
because they'll probably never be there. Yeah. Um, they're going to help out cleaning up. Right. They are not, like, they have money, so you don't have to worry about them not paying rent. Mm-hmm. Right. And they have a lot of stuff that they nice. need to get rid of. Yeah. I got so many books this week. Today, today I got, like, probably 10 books. Dude. So, I've got a so, bunch of yeah, so. get PhD students as uh, roommates. Right. Awesome. That's, that's my a, recommendation. That's a good recommendation. Mm-hmm. Okay, know what you got for us. So, Tommy and I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. He's the director. And it stars Leo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. And, they're wa- and DiCaprio's a washed-up actor, and Pitt is his washed-up stuntman. And they're looking for roles, and they have to settle for roles that aren't what what they used to get in the past. Yeah. And so, and then so they, you just kind of see them in in scenes in like movies that are being shot, and then eventually they come upon some hippies, and there's some they they kind of feud with them, and then it then stuff happens. Yeah. I won't say anymore. And then it turns, yeah. turns violent. Well, let's As just say the Tarantino movies do. The clan of hippies is the Manson family. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, there's, yeah, at the end, uh, I won't say, spoil anything, but let's just say it gets pretty intense, as movies tend to do. With Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, and that's not a spoiler alert. Movies, typically... I expected there to be blood. Expected blood and just like to have exciting things happen. Anyway, these exciting things that happen are a little funny, but not that funny. Mm. And Noah is laughing his head off, and for for a very very long time, and way past when everybody else has stopped laughing. Right. Uh, a full theater is opening night, <laughs> and it was. And so it's like this one guy's. Or don't say anything about the movie. Okay, so yeah. we can we can talk about like um, other Quentin Tarantino movies that I've laughed right. at personally, uh-huh. and you can tell me whether or not you would have laughed awkwardly okay. long. So, for example, in the Quentin Tarantino um, movie, the one before Hateful Eight, do you remember that? Uh, Django? Django Unchained, yeah. Django Unchained. There's a scene where he shoots... Django shoots uh, another man in the chest. Oh, it was a woman. He shoots a woman in the chest with a shotgun, and she flies... 20 feet back <laughs> and I just start oh, busting out laughing that's hilarious yeah. probably longer than I should have I feel like yeah I've always laughed I was laughing too in this scene but not as long as he was or as hard yeah and so there's like a funny part and then it went right to a really gross and disgusting killing part and then everybody stops laughing when the funny part ends and then everybody's silent and I'm just like still belting it out yeah. And it was, yeah it was well, there's something funny about that, too. Funny. The fact that they go from something so comedic mm-hmm. yeah. to dramatic. There's, like, this juxtaposition. Right, right. It's, like, yeah, shocking. Yeah, and Tarantino is one of those directors that when you say Quentin Tarantino put out a movie, you go watch it without hesitation. Oh, yeah. There's no reason not And you don't need any more information. It's just, like, he put out a movie. You go and watch it without anything else. Yeah. I was literally thinking about Quentin Tarantino movies today and just because, like, the new one's coming out and right. I've been hyped about it. Um, if I had to describe a Quentin Tarantino movie to someone that hasn't seen a movie before, Uh I would explain it as follows. I would say that a Quentin Tarantino movie is a movie where you take a kid that watched a bunch of action movies and you visualize his imagination 
of like his daily life. So like that's how I felt like when I watched the Quentin Tarantino movies. It's like I have like my imagination of what's happening. And I'm, so like let's say we're at school and then my imagination starts going wild and I'm like, what would happen if the teacher starts busting skulls or something? Yeah. You know, and then yeah. I don't know. I think that's a really yeah. good explanation for it. Mm-hmm. It does. It feels really absurd and just so far out there. They're like. This comes from a very unique mind, and like like you said, it feels like something a kid would come up yeah. with. Like right. if they had that way of going, thinking about things. I would also like to recommend while we're talking about Tarantino, his first he wrote two screenplays, and I believe they were Reservoir Dogs and True Romance, mm-hmm. and sold the screenplay of True Romance so that he can make Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. And True Romance, uh, he didn't direct, so it's like not on his movies. Right, but it's a great movie. And it has, like, it feels like a movie he would direct. Really? really? Yeah, it has a lot of very absurd characters, violence. Uh, it's it's a great movie. I think I like it a little more than a lot of people do. Like, mm-hmm. I told Noah, it was, like, the, one of the best movies, top five movies I've ever seen. And then he was, like, a little disappointed. <laughs> but that's a problem I have for, like, overhyped movies to other right, people. Right. But, yeah, so Quentin Tarantino and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you done your recommendation yet? I have, yeah. Okay, I'm going to real quick uh, plug my other recommendation, and that would be Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite peoples. Right on. Um, If you have the time, go out and check his show out. It's called... um, Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. It's really cool. It is. He travels around the world. Basically, he's my hero and my inspiration. He travels around the world talking to people, learning about culture and language, and... Um, food and yeah. everything and that's I love that I was just writing some stuff about him because tomorrow I'm going to do a book podcast and I read his book this uh, this month and it the book that like Kitchen Confidential which got him a lot of fame at the beginning yeah and that that book was really good and I was thinking some other thing I like I liked how he was he's, his show seemed so genuine mm-hmm. and it seemed Absolutely. like I, we talk about this a lot of time, but with different people who put out like some kind of product that's supposed to be entertainment, like a, a podcast like Rogan or even what we're doing is I like when people don't try to do anything to like over the top entertain you. Mm-hmm. They do exactly Absolutely. what they want. And then if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. Authenticity. Yeah. Authenticity. And it felt like his show, he was doing just exactly what he wanted going to different places. And I know he had a lot of control over the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he got to pick the music and the locations and every single thing about it. And it really felt like this is exactly what this guy wants to do. And if you want to watch it, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But he's not no going to be bothered if you don't. Exactly. He definitely was not pandering at all mm-hmm. to any audience. And he's I think like, that was what got him so, like, so well-known. It's because right. he did not give a like flying hoot if you can't like the yeah. show. He just loved doing it. I know? think that's the coolest attitude anyone who creates anything can possibly have. Right. just like you don't care you just do exactly what you want yeah and I think what was cool is that he like I read somewhere that he made street food popular and instead of some some chef going into the best restaurant ever instead he just goes to some relatively mm-hmm. poor person who's making street tacos or mm-hmm. something and then we see that which is really cool instead yeah. of norm where these rich chefs just go to the best restaurants and yeah. don't even actually experience what the real people are like in the city because I think there's this thing with, like, uh, street vendors where they ma- they really, really master their cooking because they're right. cooking the same dish so many times a day. Absolutely. And, like, there's this story about in Japan... Or, uh, I was watching this other episode of, like, the best noodles in Japan. 
mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't Anthony Bourdain, it was a different show, but there's this guy who had been cooking the same recipe for the past 30 years, and right. like, he just got it mastered. Yeah. I think there's a lot of um, value in that. Absolutely. Well, there's the whole Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours thing, which he didn't. It's, it's based on a study that somebody did of chess players where he supposedly takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at anything mm-hmm. of like rigorous repetition. So you can't just be going out, you know, shoot, like, put, well, I don't know how you play chess by yourself, but like if you put playing basketball, you can't just mm-hmm. be doing layups by yourself. It needs to be rigorous, some kind of challenge. Absolutely. But that 10,000 hours, and that's sort of not a perfect uh, formula for everybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so when you're doing the exact same dish every single day for 30 years, gonna that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what something. I think people forget is is that almost everything we do is something that we have to master. So let's mm. talk about conversation. Right now we're having a conversation and we're building up those ten thousand hours. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you're a kid, everything's like you're ground zero for everything, mm. right. and you're building up your skills. And like, mm. I think it's so cool that right now we're having this conversation and we're building up our conversation skills. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, that's why. Like even the. A solo podcast just getting practice like as many hours as you can doing something like this mm-hmm. it just like it just makes you so comfortable with it it's such mm-hmm. a good feeling to start and that's how the confidence happens is through that repetition right. uh, you just become confident in things and you start realizing because the thing is if you want to do something a lot of people are like scared about oh how am I going to do it yeah like I'm one of the believers that you have to I'm firm a firm believer in the idea that you just just do it I agree and then you'll learn by doing because when because I've been ma- making videos ri- lately. Um, I mean, I've been doing it since I was a kid, but like I've been really kind of motivated as of lately yeah. because I'm going on this trip to China. I've got all this free time, and I'm really trying to be creative with my my time. Right. Um, but because I've been just putting out a bunch of videos, putting putting together a bunch of content, my production value and qual- quality has been going up mm. like a lot because I've been able to look at what I've done and look at what I can do and see, okay, how do I get to this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's tons of people who are out, who are out there who are really skilled at different things. But that first step, like you said, they don't want to do, they always thinking of reasons not to do it. Mm-hmm. Things that might happen, pitfalls along the way. And it takes them from the and Exactly. Once you do take that first step, then you actually get the repetition, the practice to become good at it. And then you become as good as they the other people out there who aren't right, actually right, trying right. it. I think people would be much better off if they realize, like, if they just did exactly what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And just, like, stop giving yourself reasons not to do it. Because, I mean, but the reason I didn't do it before is because I looked at this thing and saw, a, like, a mountain. I saw Mount Everest, you know? And that scared me. Because yeah. I was like, okay, this is going to take so much time. This is going to take years for me to get good at what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But then I started, I mean, like, I look back at my life and I'm like, well, that, that's everything that mm, I'm good at. Right. Everything that I'm good at took a long time for me to get good at. Yeah. And so... Yeah, and it's funny because we... Tom and I watched the first Joe Rogan video podcast. And it was just terrible quality. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. even like... He was just like browsing around on the internet as he was talking. And just there's long pauses between. Mm. Like everybody starts... I somewhere. really appreciate that. that especially yeah. that he leaves it on there. Because he yeah. left it on there. I so really appreciate yeah. that because like... And that's what my plan is. I'm going to leave all... I, I, if you go on my YouTube account, you can go back to like three years ago when I was posting videos about guitar and stuff. Right, yeah, and that. it's awkward, you know? I, I look awkward. I look mm-hmm. strange. Right. And I mean, I still look awkward and look strange, but I'm a lot more confident than I was back then. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to leave... Like, my intention is 
I'm going to be creating content and I'm going to be enjoying my creation, but I'm also going to leave this part of my life for everyone to see where they can say, they, they, they don't just look at my channel and be like, oh, he's like comfortable speaking yeah. into a camera. Right. He's always been like that. No, you can look back at my old videos and be like, wow, Evan looks super awkward there. Like he right. looks super uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's because it was, it, I, I mean, like yeah. right now we're all pretty comfortable talking to the camera, talking to the microphone yeah. and, but it wasn't always like that. Absolutely. No. And, uh, yeah, just sort of the, I, I like people seeing the full process of it mm-hmm. and seeing it from it wasn't quite as good. I also think we're harder on ourselves when we look back at our old, like this is a pretty common thing for artists, like music or podcasts or whatever it is, is they look back and like always cringing about what the, the previous thing was. But you just like yourself, you realize how far you've come since then. Exactly. If other people saw that, they might be like not as harsh on that version of you than you are on yourself just because you realize how far you've come yeah. since then. But that's not a bad quality, I don't it's think. Not yeah. yeah. It's why you keep going. Exactly. Because you're never yeah. satisfied with what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was uh, pretty solid. The yeah. next topic, uh, the main topic of the podcast is the Food Olympics. Ooh. And so this is going to start out talking about food, but you know what? We never really know what's going to happen. Right, There's a lot right. of bunny holes and rabbit holes out there Absolutely. that uh, need to be explored. So this will work pretty simple. I'm going to provide you like three similar things. So like a three fruits, three desserts, whatever it is. And then we'll give, we'll try to decide what we think would be gold, silver, and bronze. Okay. And also if you guys have any other fruits or whatever nominations that you, I don't give you in the first three, which will probably happen. Then you just Probably. say like, okay, you we're know. pretty creative. Yeah, you start tossing in there. Right. So I'm gonna start out apples, grapes, strawberries. So these are the most basic fruits I would say, but which would you give? You know, the gold, silver, and bronze, and then which would you like to toss in there? So would you like to toss some others in there? And we're talking about an apple, grape, and strawberry that are like eight to nine out of ten. Uh, yes, right. exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm going to put strawberry, apple, grapes. Strawberry, apple, grape. Okay. And I'm going to do grape, apple, strawberry. Wow. <laughs> I would say, I would say apple gold. And I've talked about apples before. I like apples because I think they're the coolest looking fruit to eat, right. which is important. And I think when you get done with it and you're on campus... You can just like chuck it mm-hmm. like into Lake Laverne or into a place. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. No one cares because you're like allowed to do that. But uh, try tossing your grape vine <laughs> into Lake Laverne. Yeah. You look like an idiot. It's not cool like dangling a vine and grapes and just like sucking them off. No. That's that not, that's not pretty, cool. pretty strange. To be pretty honest. strange. Yeah. 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 So that's why apples are the best because so taste wise – for me, it's all about the same mm-hmm. between those three. So really? I have to look for, like, I like each of them individually and, like, they're different. Like, I like the sweetness of grapes, mm-hmm. like the whatever, strawberries. I, I just like strawberries. Right. But apples have that cool factor, I think, that you can just, like, you look cool to eat, and then you just, like, throw it somewhere. Yeah, and like I've said in the past, without the stipulation of being 9 or 10, um, apples are just are really consistent, mm-hmm. and they're always going to be good. I feel like, but grapes, it's it's hit or miss. It's, hit, it's, it's definitely really hit or miss. Yeah, it's really pretty bad. Yeah, and there's same, a lot of reasons strawberries to too. So if yeah. you're not doing the nine or ten, you definitely go with the apple every time. I actually, I yeah, like we probably person. should do 
uh, the the full like, spectrum. Like full if spectrum. you just walked in somebody's house and like, hey, you want a grape? No, yeah, yeah, always exactly, out. If yeah. if it's if it's not all if it's nine out of ten or if it's nine eight or nine out of ten, I would always go with mm-hmm. strawberries just because there's something about a strawberry to me. Mm-hmm. It's just really really enticing and yeah. sensual. Yeah. Um, I feel really attracted to strawberries. Chocolate strawberries, dude. Oh I I can make some killer chocolate strawberries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. that's like that's too like I eat a stra- chocolate strawberry, and like I might fall in love with you, dude. Like, that's what happens okay, to my well, brain. Yeah, because if somebody's like, do you want a grape? They're probably going to be a little squishy and yeah. everything. But yeah. I want one of those grapes that's really dark. Yeah. That tastes like the like actual grape juice. Oof. And then that you put it in your mouth and it crunches. Okay, let's yeah. think about it like this. If you're on a date with the most beautiful girl you've ever seen. Yeah. What are you going to give her? An apple? You give apple, her an apple would be weird. That'd be like you're like three years old or five years old. <laughs> yeah. And then you're gonna give her what about, what about a grape? Would you give her a grape or a strawberry? I would strawberry hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Strawberry. I will say for strawberries and favorite strawberries, uh, they go great with other things. Right. Where apples kind of grapes. What what do people have grapes with? Like like literally in the same dish. Like just cheese. I think cheese, cheese. is the only thing. Yeah. I can think but of. like I have strawberries with yogurt, okay. with all kinds of stuff. They are definitely the most central of those three. Mm-hmm. Chocolate strawberries okay. cannot be topped. Oof. They're so good. I'm starting to think about that right now. Yeah. Also, okay, is like I, I'm going to put out that. something. Strawberries you can make into jam. Grapes you can make into wine. wine. That's you true. can also make wine out of strawberries, though. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You can make wine out of uh, dandelions. There you go. Wow, that's I mean, crazy. I wouldn't drink it, but you can. There you go. But um, that's insane. if it is just full-spectrum fruit, I'm going to be going apple- strawberry breed because yeah apples are just a lot more safe you know right i think that's going to end up too mm-hmm. apples then strawberries are our second just because of all their other values that mm-hmm. we just talked about right but i mean like grapes are great in certain situations i just feel like most of the time i'm disappointed by grapes Absolutely. like on um, there's a rare occasion where i'm blown away mm-hmm. but then most of the time I'm, i kind of go i go home sad yeah like yeah, and on that rare occasion, it's one of the best things you've ever had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys had uh, cotton candy grapes? No. Yeah. Those are weird. It's really strange. Those are not, so strange. Not a fan. Me neither. It tastes a little too sweet for my liking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it tastes I like cotton had, candy. Oh yeah, I've, I haven't had one mm-hmm. or two or three. <laughs> not four either. Not four either? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, my next set of three, does anybody have... Anything was there any nominations that you did that were not on that list that you thought could overtake the apple? I think at its highest potential, a clementine can be absolutely delicious. Clementines are pretty good, right. um, yeah. but the the convenience value of an apple is always going to be the clementine. Absolutely. The yeah. other, th- I think banana. Banana for is, me beats. I forgot apple banana because the re- okay, you can't carry a banana or a, an apple the way you can carry a banana. You know, uh, that's the thing. I, I think those two are both very carryable. They're both very. <laughs> the carryable. other ones, strawberries and uh, grapes, not so much. But the thing how, is, right now we're talking about the ease of transportation of fruits. Right it's now. important. <laughs> but the thing about it, though, Back okay, egg. you can squish a banana. You can't really squish an apple. But let's say you drop your apple in some some sort of nasty, dusty thing. That's true. You're not going to eat the apple, but you will eat the banana. That's a good point. Because you're not eating the skin for the show. But it's also, it may also be really bruised up. The That's banana. true. But you can like set it on your, like a, on a desk or something and mm-hmm. still be able to eat it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I still probably put apple higher, but that's a debate for sure. Mm. Maybe we knock out grapes and put bananas. That for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay, so bronze medal to bananas. Dope. Mm-hmm. Or silver medal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, who knows really. This We don't have to have any final uh, decisions. Mm-hmm. The fans can decide. I mean, we don't care, but the fans can decide. So if, if you're um, watching this right now and you've liked this, um, why don't you go and comment in the, the comment description yeah. and say which of the three you guys would appreciate more, apple, banana, or strawberry. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and as far as like a top three of consistency and then a top three of put like highest potential. Exactly. Yeah. Or just, just if you're feeling lazy, just go ahead and put your favorite fruit. Right. Yeah. That'd be good. We'll, we'll accept that. Just don't dislike the videos. Yeah, come, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's if you on. dislike the video, just comment um, your least favorite fruit. Yeah. 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 And then we'll uh, know who you are. Yeah. Because your least favorite fruit will suck. And then we'll, uh, you know. Then we'll know. Kill you or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Who we'll knows? Don't just worry. just spitball on here. Who knows yeah. for sure. What if someone yeah. really doesn't like an apple or something? Yeah. I mean, there's it's not a perfect system, but right. we'll try to figure something out. Okay. So these next three are like red sauce meals. Spaghetti, pizza, lasagna. <sighs> I think there's a pretty clear bronze here. You just broke my brain, dude. (laughs) There's a pretty clear bronze, but I might be like forgetting some red sauce meal. Okay, what's the bronze? So I think lasagna is pretty clearly bronze. I think spaghetti and pizza are both like... Oh, I don't know that. I don't know, bro. I mean, you... I I just haven't had like... Maybe I'm not mean the right people, but I haven't had a lasagna that would like top the other two on average. Um, I don't know. No offense, mom. I've had some really good lasagna though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, you're right. It's pizza for the most part. You, you get a pizza and it's going to be pretty decent. Yeah. You get a, right. a spaghetti. Spaghetti is so easy to make. But that's the thing. Is spaghetti is simple. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti is pretty simple to make. Yeah. You get a good lasagna. That's true. It's pretty good. As Bourdain has mentioned in the past, I saw some uh, quote where he was like, any monkey can be trained to cook a steak well. And so that's why he liked all the exotic stuff yeah. was because he knew that somebody really skilled had to prepare this right. for, it, for it to even be edible. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, but they like a steak, which is kind of boring. To exactly. Me. Which I don't really kind of think about food that way. It's kind of cool that I'm yeah. obviously a chef. You're going to have a different perspective, mm-hmm. but that was cool to me. Um, so yeah, back to lasagna and spaghetti. It's like spaghetti. I'm eating. Anybody could have done this. A 10 year old mm-hmm. could have done this for me. And exactly. It tastes adequate. Mm-hmm. But lasagna, you know, somebody you have to, like, crafted that. You have, yeah. You, you can't just like throw lasagna together. Mm-hmm. You have to cook it, right? You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would probably do pizza, spaghetti, lasagna, but a great lasagna could definitely pass spaghetti mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure for me. Like the best for me, even like the best lasagna, probably will beat out the best pizza for me, but. On average, if I'm at a potluck or something, I'm probably going to go for the pizza yeah. first and then the right. spaghetti and then the lasagna. Yeah. I just haven't had a lot of variations of the lasagna to say that lasagna could beat the other two. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, how about this? Coffee, tea, or like, or fruit juice, like orange juice, whatever, whatever your flavor is. All right. Orange, grape. Yeah. But, uh, Definitely other, in other that fruit order. Juices? Not really a juice guy. Yeah. Just not, I've never really, really? enjoyed it. I'm much. a, I'm a, so I like coffee. And this is the same thing with lasagna and, and um, 
So, like, coffee is like my lasagna in the sense that the best coffee is going to beat out the mm. best fruit juice. Yeah. Best, you know, I really like good high-quality coffees. Yeah. But in general, I prefer tea, fruit juice, coffee. Tea, yeah. fruit juice, coffee. Okay. Because yeah. the way that they make me feel. So, tea makes me feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. Fruit juice, like, if it... Or juice in general. If it's a good juice, I feel, like, re- revitalized and, like... Yeah. revived and whatnot and then coffee makes me pee so much and it makes me really like on edge yeah what's your favorite or uh, fruit juice my favorite fruit juice i would have to say like i've got like when i actually had apple juice like juiced yeah. apple not like squished but like really really juiced i had um green apple juice and i got like a sugar rush to yeah. my brain i got like yeah. a high feeling because i was like so something <laughs> so high. so so uh freshly squeezed apple juice mm-hmm. would be number one that sounds yeah. pretty good yeah yeah i think i uh, i'll go coffee tea juice don't have juice a lot i like i like tea i do like tea because it relaxes you sometimes but i don't have a whole lot and i have it when i'm i definitely have it when i'm sick mm-hmm. but then i think i kind of mess myself up because now i associate that with being sick <laughs> with yeah. having tea with things yeah like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then coffee. I like different, like uh, lattes, iced lattes. Yeah. I always get lattes. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, let's do, oh yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, remember that time we talked about if you could only have one piece of silverware or utensils, you only have one of those for all meals, which one would you choose? So fork, knife, spoon, and uh, yeah, which one would be the one? And it can't be a spork. And it can't, no, right. none, of, none of that uh, finagling. Yeah. And well, I, I've always said knife, and I think at the beginning I took a little bit of heat just for me kind of taking a pick that may not be the greatest option. It's just I want to defend it for de- that, the <laughs> you, sake you're of You're an under, underdog kind of Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I think it's kind of evolved, and now other people are seeing my arguments. I still because don't of, see it. Because of me saying that um, a fork, the purpose of a fork is to spear things and bring it up to your mouth. And you can do the same thing with a knife. Like, you can just spear it and bring it up to your mouth. And it also can cut things very well. Yeah. But how, the, th- the problem with that is fork does a really good job of spearing things yeah. because you got four. <laughs> that's probably got the name four prongs and with a knife you only have one prong right right how do you plan if you if you only have one of these utensils how do you plan on cutting a steak are you gonna grab it with your left hand and start sawing away at it with your right hand probably yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and if you have a fork which which one looks more professional grabbing a steak with your left hand and sawing it with your with your knife, or picking it up with a fork and biting into it, I mean both of them are. Oh. Let's be honest, are not the yeah, greatest. Yeah, so that's what you have to do with a fork. You pick At the same time, it's like, do you want to be the guy who's just like wrenching on the steak with your fork and it's just like all stretched out and you can't like. Well, I'm not planning. I'm, I'm just gonna stick into it and like bite into it. Okay, that makes which is this isn't the best, but I was thinking like about not only do you have to have only use one utensil each meal. It's the same one. You have to carry it around with you. <laughs> you have to carry it around wherever you go. Right. And like a knife in that scenario, I'd much rather carry a knife than like one fork or one spoon. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because like after we had that argument, I was watching Game of Thrones 
and Jamie Lannister, he there's a video of him just spearing a piece of meat with a knife and picking it up as a fork would do <laughs> and putting it in his, in his mouth. And then I saved that video somewhere, but I just thought it was funny because yeah. of our argument. But how, okay, so how are you going to get through TSA with a knife? That's, yeah. that's I really lose, consider that part of it. You lose your entire... Well, let's put it this way. If the argument was which plastic utensil would okay. you take with you, never in a million years would I use a knife. Those things uh, yeah, suck so break. bad. Yeah, so they're, they're worthless. You it's might as well not even buy them. Flimsy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so what would you do? Would you do fork or spoon? I don't know, because like, I would never be able to eat... Well, you could drink. You could drink. You drink your drink su- super cereal. Yeah, that's kind of what right. you have to do. But the cereal would be a pain in the butt. It would be. Yeah, I for, mean, for me personally, I just don't have enough cereal to make it worth to it. Make it worth it. it um, like this, the problem with the spoon is, besides any liquids, you're completely screwed. Yeah. Right. Like, that would look ridiculous eating steak. I'm gonna go with fork. Be honest, because I just don't want to like stab into something and then. And for um, your side, it's like, what are you going to do if you have rice or potatoes? Yeah. You can't exactly do that with a knife. Because you can spear That's into true. things with a right. fork. That's yeah. true. But you can also eat potatoes. Yeah. Speaking of potatoes, I made sweet potatoes the other day. Mm. Oh, my Dude. gracious. What I did was I put these sweet potatoes in, like, butter yeah. and um, right. brown sugar but with one of them, I wrapped it in bacon. Oh my god, that was so good. Cooked it for fifty minutes in tin foil. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. How many minutes do you guys think we've done already? Thirty-four. Um, probably like forty-five. Forty. If it, it felt, it felt like less than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has. Yeah. But you said forty-five. Yeah, well, it's just like I looked at the clock and yeah. I have a pretty good idea. Oh, you're just kidding. And I probably wouldn't ask unless it was higher than what you thought. So that'd right. be good. Okay, well, let's do like, uh, let's do one more. Okay, this is the last one. It's kind of like if you ask someone like, how old do you think this kid is? And they look super old, but they're <laughs> actually like 14. Yeah. Of course, you're going to guess way higher than. than way lower. Actually, yeah. yeah. Something, whatever, yeah. Because you, know, you know they're trying to do something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, this is the last question. Thanksgiving, these are like the meals, the traditional meals. So Thanksgiving, obviously a little turkey. People can do whatever they want, but turkey's traditional. Christmas, I think ham is what people, most people have for Christmas. And 4th of July, you know you're out at the bar, uh, barbecue, barbecue or right. like hot dogs and stuff like that. Those hamburgers. That kind of so of those three, Ooh. what's your favorite? And try, I, okay, I'm, I don't know how to do this exactly. We could be like you bring in all the atmosphere around it and stuff like that. But yeah. I feel like it's best to just look at it. Food meals itself, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I feel like for me, it's easily July 4th. Mm. Like, I don't, like, turkey and mashed potatoes, kind of overrated. I'm right. not, mm-hmm. and like yeah, ham, like ham can be, a little bit. yeah, ham can be all over the place too. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those meals really gets me going, but barbecue, and then if you, and then if you somehow got bored of that, you have hot dogs and hamburgers. Dude, oh my gosh. Yeah. That okay, is so easily number You one. said we're taking away the environment, but yeah. are we taking... Okay, does the environment include... Because for me, there's something really sensual about food being cooked. And so, like, the process of the food oh, yeah. being cooked. With the Thanksgiving, it's really good food. I really like the food, but you don't really get, like, a lot of, like, anticipation. That's true. You know? With grilling, you get so much anticipation. You yeah. get the smell of the like the coals you get the smell of like the smoke 
So there's like a lot of buildup in that. Sense. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I mean, to me, this is not this is gold all the way, not mm-hmm. a competition. But as far as this kind of goes back to the fruit thing, are we doing kind of an average meal or highest potential? That's a good question. Because like, are you trying to say? Because the the Thanksgiving and um, Christmas are going to be very different than because. Do you have a highest potential for hot dogs? It's like a hot dog is all yeah. hot dog. It's not going to be um, well, really, really July good. 4th could be kind of hit or miss. And actually, we were saying like barbecue and burgers and hot dogs. I've actually never been to a place that had all of that at the same, right. the same That's place. True. That's true. Maybe some people have So it. let's just do hamburgers and hot dogs. Um, yeah, but and, and then also like I've never had a bad Thanksgiving meal. That's true. Me too. Like I think like everybody, yeah, everybody's it. like we're th- – this might not be the greatest thing you've ever had, yeah. but it's definitely not going to suck. Yeah, they have it on the radar for months ahead. And also, okay, I'm no cook, and people might not really appreciate me like saying things are easy, but I'm not really sure how hard turkey and mashed potatoes are. Great. That's true. You yeah. put it in a bag, you put some oil in it, Yeah. you cook it for like five hours, you just yeah. pay attention, kind of. Right, you know. But I guess yeah. where things could go wrong is the sides. If yeah, the, If the sure. breading or whatever that thing is stuffing. Yeah, the wrong. problem is you've got so many things going on yeah. with the Fourth of, or with uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. and then all the timing with like the cooking of all that stuff, yeah. you may mess up some of that. It's so much. I think it's a lot easier with Fourth of July because literally you just slap it right. on the grill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think no. Despite everything we've just said, I still go July Fourth. Oh yeah. Even if there is a little more of a downside, possibly things getting burned and all that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then okay, so Christmas or Thanksgiving? I guess Christmas. I think people have him, but like it's definitely not a set. Like that's definitely not like not as much of a standard. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking as far as highest potential, I'm gonna go with Christmas, just because if you get some sort of really good cheesy potatoes, mm. and then a ham can be in some instant instances really really delicious. For me though, I've never had a, an, a spectacular Christmas meal. Okay. I had great Thanksgiving meals and great Fourth of mm-hmm. July's meals. But just I've never had like a, a an astounding Christmas meal. Yeah, yeah. I think I go gold July Fourth, Thanksgiving uh, silver, mm-hmm. right. and then the last one, last one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think that's uh, about it for this one. This is a pretty solid podcast. Flew through that. Yeah. Felt pretty good. I want to say one more thing. Yeah. So we're Tommy and I were at this July Fourth parade in Ames. And so there's this one section of the parade, and they're protesting puppy mills. And the irony of it all is that there's, like, people in the front, and then there's they have some dogs with them. And they have these dogs, like, on top of each other in this tiny little stroller that rolls. And so there's three puppies, like, larger puppies in this. And they're, like, so crammed together. Yeah, Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, like, when people make folding chairs that are just made for stacking them yeah and not actually made for sitting on them <laughs> yeah and yeah so that's an observation i've had right, well, uh, thank you you're welcome <laughs> for thomas galloway evan isabel noah galloway everyone have, have a great a night, night. <laughs>